0: Please listen
1: carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Laura Farley.
0: And I'm Austin Dunn. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hello, Laura.
1: Hi, Austin. How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Lord, the internet has brought us a lot of very great things.
1: Like cats and party hats. Th-
0: that's one of many. Yes. And I think that with the internet being so great, it's only right that we do an episode in honor of it. Sure. So today, we will be discussing net neutrality and the potential impact that it could have on the real estate industry. So let's start by talking about what exactly net neutrality is.
1: Not as exciting as cats and party hats it's not but net neutrality is also known as the open internet and it's the principle that governments should mandate internet service providers also known as isps to treat all data on the internet the same and not discriminate or or charge differently by user content website platform application type of attached equipment or method of communication so discrimination could be in terms of flat out Blocking certain sites, like not allowing me to go look at my cats in party hats, charging more for me to access those sites, or slowing down people's access to specific sites. And that last one is often called throttling, and that's where ISPs will slow traffic to streaming sites such as Netflix.
0: So in other words, net neutrality is the concept that internet users should be in control of what content they view, what applications they use, and that they should not have to pay more based on where they go on the internet. Consumers are currently afforded net neutrality protections through regulations enacted during the Obama administration, mostly Title II of the Communications Act and Section 706 of the Telecommunications Act.
1: These regulations prevent ISPs from using consumers streaming data against them. As a result of this, ISPs are unable to engage in tactics like blocking the websites of competitors, forcing consumers to use specific services, and increasing prices by imposing additional costs for quote-unquote package deals.
0: Now, as you have probably heard, these protections are now at risk of becoming extinct. On December 14th, 2017, the Federal Communication Commission, or the FCC, voted 3-2 to to repeal net neutrality regulations. This decision is slated to go into effect by April 23rd, 2018.
1: This means that starting on that date, April 23rd, ISPs could be free to begin charging consumers more to ask, access certain websites, and bundling services, similar to cable providers bundling certain channels together and charging extra for premium channels like HBO or Showtime.
0: However, the FCC's decision to repeal is not going unchallenged. Major tech companies like Mozilla, Kickstarter, and Vimeo have joined attorneys general from over 20 states, including Virginia, in filing lawsuits against the FCC in federal court. The group of litigants has challenged the FCC's order under the Administrative Procedure Act, contending that its actions are arbitrary and capricious. Basically, the FCC did not follow the required procedures before changing the actions.
1: Which is a big no-no. It's likely that this is only the beginning of a long legal battle between the two sides. For the sake of today's discussion, let's assume that the FCC will successfully roll back net neutrality regulations and that we will soon see the end of the open internet as we know it. So Austin, what does this mean for realtors?
0: Well, a repeal of these regulations would likely have the biggest impact on small real estate businesses. Depending on how much money you are willing to dish out for high quality internet, certain websites could take longer to load than others. Low demand websites, including those of smaller brokerages that do not get much traffic, would likely be among those websites that are throttled or put into the slow lane. This is because if ISPs are given the ability to pick and choose which websites will operate at the highest level, the sites that receive the most traffic or those that are willing to pay the most will likely be given priority.
1: So brokers may feel pressure to provide their agents with premium web packages so that they can quickly access the websites that they rely on during the course of business. However, these premium web services will only be available to those who can afford it. While it may not seem like an issue for larger well-funded brokerages to pay those premium charges that are gonna be issued by the ISPs, smaller brokerages could find themselves unable to pay fees and stuck with subpar internet service. The same goes for consumers on the other side of the screen who wanna be able to access those websites.
0: These types of restrictions could make it difficult for new businesses to thrive online. That is particularly problematic in today's market that is so heavily invested in social media and having an online presence. Currently, realtors have the ability to sell their services to anyone with an internet connection. Without net neutrality regulations, it may become a bit more complicated.
1: The good news is that the MLS, as well as other online services that we've all come to know and love, Netflix, YouTube, Google, will not just disappear overnight. Realtors will still have access to these websites, but it could come at an additional cost. Additionally, because the legal battle between the two sides is just getting started, it would be risky for an ISP to launch a new business practice, like bundling sites or creating fast lanes so early in the process. And this is especially true in the context of showing irreparable harm for a preliminary injunction, which means if the side that's fighting to get these injunctions to stop this from happening, if they can show irreparable harm, they're more likely to get it. Right?-
0: Absolutely. And really, I think going forward, one of the more interesting aspects of this is going to be how ISPs choose to conduct business in a world without regulations. While many observers are expecting ISPs to roll out new pricing plans, most ISPs have been fairly quiet about their plan so far. When ISPs have addressed this issue, their statements have been ambiguous at
1: best. So for example, a representative from at and t released a statement saying that they had no interest in creating any quote unquote fast or slow lanes, On consumer internet access. But during that same statement, the representative stated that AT&T would likely retain the ability to prioritize certain applications if it chooses to do so. Essentially, what we're hearing is that ISPs do not have plans in place to interfere with their customers' internet, but they also oppose any laws that would prevent them from doing so.
0: Yeah, that's not exactly the assurance that net neutrality advocates are looking for. NAR is actually among those advocates that has expressed its disappointment in the FCC's decision. In a press release from December of 2017, NAR stated that it is concerned that a rollback of net neutrality rules could raise costs on business owners, like real estate professionals, who make heavy use of technology in online platforms.
1: And Elizabeth Mendenhall, the 2018 NAR president, noted that the last thing small businesses need today is additional costs and competitive disadvantages that put them on the defensive. This isn't just an issue for Silicon Valley or for large telecommunication shops. This is a Main Street concern that affects businesses and consumers across the country. We intend to make our voice heard on this important issue.
0: And multiple states have begun to push back against the FCC's decision as well. Washington was the first state to take action by passing legislation requiring ISPs to abide by net neutrality regulations. Since then, California and Oregon have introduced bills that would have the same effect. Governors from New York, Hawaii, New Jersey, Vermont, and Montana have all issued executive orders that prohibit state offices from doing business with ISPs that do not abide by net neutrality principles.
1: So, although no one can say for sure what the internet without net neutrality would look like, it would be realistic to expect a departure from the current landscape. The potential for new pricing plans and package deals means more choices for consumers, but probably not the choices that they were hoping for.
0: Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the for members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thank you. Goodbye.